Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. This is MCO Dizzle in the Hizzle. And you've just stumbled across the best podcast you'll ever listen to with your hosts, Owen and Phil. <laughs> what? You don't know what podcast you're listening to? Well, let me tell you. It's Wave of Absurdity, Modesty, a free-flowing deformity, masters of perversity, complexity and obscenity, runs from authority, furious in captivity, mounds of reality, penetrating sanity, worldwide infamy, debating with hostility, rarely with nobility, filled because of snickety, Owen gets to charity, a model of society, a picture of the world to be, this is absurdity. <laughs> I was supposed to have more to this song, but I got lazy. <laughs> Let's listen into the lads and see what they're up to. Hey everybody, it's a podcast. Now, we've got a fantastic show coming up today. Phil, are you excited? I am tickled in the pants area. Well, that's a weird way to start off a podcast. Welcome to Wave of Absurdity. Phil, what have we got coming up on today's show? All right, well, we have things that I have written down in a sequential order. We're going to do Ooh, a take little... take that, uh, Owen. Yes, take that right in the girly lungs. Gonna let them know right away. Mouthfill. I was inspired by last podcast episode of Orgasm Soup. I'm gonna be trying a little of that later. I messaged him. He sent me the ingredients and, uh, yeah... I made some. Haven't tried it yet. Did, did he really? Yep. You, you spoke to him? Well, message. Wow. I was wondering why his comments were shut off. So I had to message him. And I said that I was simply interested in the recipe. And as long as I don't say a few certain things, everything's cool. What what things? Ha! <laughs> well, apparently... Uh, Ingredients. No, apparently he got quite a bit of exposure from his orgasm soup, so he's he's kind of taken refuge and is not really addressing the silliness of his video. So, at the very least, it should be tasty soup. We've got uh, some emails, some news, Master Debater. It's a sexy little contest uh, that we have, me and Owen. Oh, no way, that's not a contest. A contest is lateral thinking. Which we have. Can you... What's the simplest way to describe lateral thinking? It's a question. I'm confused. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) Wow, I just got dismissed. (laughs) Damn it. What did you do recently? Uh, you didn't have a holiday weekend, I guess, with fireworks and shit. No, we don't usually celebrate the loss of America. <laughs> Although we should do, because you guys are <laughs> fucked. Uh, recently, I went to a monkey world. Wow, that figures that the monkey world is in London. So what do you do at monkey world? Two things. Could you be any more excited? I went to Monkey World. Wow. <laughs> there, how's that? Well, there were apes and gorillas, and there was all sorts of primates there. It was it was good shit. Uh, but the most important thing, well, the most interesting thing I found uh, going through the entire park was 
actually not the primates. It was what? the gormless idiots that were roaming <laughs> that were roaming gormless. around the, the park. I've never wanted to kick a child in the face um, any more <laughs> sure than I have, have uh, when, last week when I went up there. Um, so I'm sorry. Did you go to Monkey World and then you people watched? Pretty much, actually. Great. So you didn't see any monkeys rubbing one out or flinging poo? I saw a baby orangutan whiz, and it was a nice puddle, and he kept coming back to drink it. <laughs> nice. Classic, <laughs> classic monkey world behavior. <laughs> and that was extraordinarily weird. I also saw, uh, it must have, it was a really old uh, ape, and he was had his legs in the air, and he was sort of fiddling with himself. Um, right. Checking things out. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what I go to Monkey World for. It was two and a half hours away, so I, I committed to this thing. Hello, Owen here. I'm just editing today's podcast, and I've had to cut a lot of stuff out. And the transition point that I've picked is a bit weird, so I can't really pull it off seamlessly. But uh, just bear with it and enjoy the rest of the pod. Uh, here, there's this dude in either Canada or Colorado. Uh, got arrested for tons of child porn and shit um, one of the things that he did a lot of was go on to uh, the chats or the forums or whatever and you know get kids naked that way guess what his screen name was <laughs> not a pedophile 69 uh, pervy mcperv well <laughs> <laughs> no. Just seems very unimaginative. <laughs> do, do, do pedophiles have very imaginative imaginations? I don't know. Do podcast hosts have redundant redundancies? <laughs> um, have you? Uh, what are there names you won't cop to online uh, that you've had? Like I've had a very long history of multiple online names. Nothing. You know, freaky sexual or whatever, but just trying to think of that. Or handles, as they used to be called. VSCB. I'm trying to, I don't have anything funny. Mostly they were named after, like, game characters or book characters. I think it was named Sinister Minister once, which is really. Whoa, tough. everybody. Everybody, watch out. Sinister Minister is <laughs> yeah. not going to the server. That's exactly. Fear me! I don't even know what a Sinister Minister is! Um, sometimes, you know, I, I've, I've got my go-to names, handles for uh, <clears throat> online and whatnot. One of them that I use quite often is body leakage. You know, you can yeah. you can definitely play around with that. But sometimes if I just, I don't really like playing with other people. Anal um, Plower 69. So I, I put does not compute and I always talk in ones and zeros. Wow, that is some high-class shit right there. <laughs> Everybody's like, does not compute. Do you have this rare item you want to party at? One, zero, zero, one, one, zero, one, one, zero. Uh, last time, we asked you, the listener, to imagine yourself in a scenario where you have broken legs, you're dangling from a ledge, ten stories up, and you had to select which one of us would be a hero by getting a fire engine and bringing it around and climbing up the ladder and saving you and the other person would be trying to thwart that person with watermelons and a pole right who would have thought <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I know you're looking at the emails right now. Is there one you would like to highlight? Oh, Emily had a interesting scenario, and it requires a little bit of scripting from us. Is this her answer to what I just, the scenario? Yes. Oh, all right. Sure. Uh, do you mind if I prelude the story reading with a statement from Wave of Absurdity, LTD? Um, sure, but being 51% of Wave of Absurdity, LTD, I retract any official statement that Phil makes. Uh, yes, you cannot... This is the official statement, by the way. You cannot alter the rules, as I believe is something that happens in this story. You can't just change it to suit your needs. The idea is to make things antagonistic. You have to pick one of us. So, continue with your story. As read by Owen. Okay. I decided to make it a full-fledged story, if you don't mind. I'm too nice to pick just one person to be the hero, so I made both of you heroes. Well, kind of. Anyway, here goes. Now, I, I will do uh, Emily's voice, or you can do it. Which one? Um, I, I don't want to take part in this at all, frankly. <laughs> so, I'm dangling from the 10th floor balcony of the hotel I'm staying at. My two good friends, Owen and Phil, are below me. And now, here we go. Emily. Get the ladder or something! There's an abandoned fire truck around the corner with the keys still inside. Do you want me to drive it over here? No, I will. I get it. No, I will get it. <laughs> no, I will. No, I will. I don't give a shit who drives a fucking truck. Just get me down from here. My fingers start to slip from the balcony. Phil runs around the corner and hops into the fire truck while Owen runs into the hotel and heads to the front desk. He steals the master room key and heads up to my room. This sounds like a fetish, you know. <laughs> I, don't, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't think she is dangling from the, uh, the balcony at that point. I think I bust through the door. There she is naked. Oh, you've rescued me. Dun, 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 dun. All right, next email. All right, next email is... Keep your fetishes to yourself. Jeez. Looking for a girlfriend, by the way. Um, <laughs> P.S. <laughs> All right, this is uh, from Jack, who couldn't help but notice a slightly anti-Owen theme going on with his emails this past month. Uh, This isn't a hard question at all. I would have Phil save me from falling off a cliff. Do you really think Owen would be able to find and drive a fire truck? (laughs) I had that laughter. That involves navigation skills, a man skill. And we all know from his girly lungs and voice that those are skills Owen lacks. Also, climbing up a ladder to save me? (laughs) Climbing involves upper body strength. And Owen has the upper body strength of a kitten with leukemia. Well, I, I don't think we need to go on there. I think it's plain to see who he would have. As Can I just girl. say? Oh, Christ. What? I have a heart condition. You are all picking on somebody that is disabled right now. And I don't think that's right. Uh, all right. I have, a, I have a heart condition. And there you Fine. are just mocking me. Fine. Let's see. Uh, Maybe I Kyle. wanted to be an opera singer when I was older. You cunts. Kyle right. said... Are you going to remind me that I can? finally came to a decision i would choose owen because i feel like he would crash the fire truck into the bottom 
of what kind of building I'm trapped in, and then the building will collapse, and then hopefully, if I'm lucky, I'll somehow get out safely. <laughs> All right. That's interesting. He picked you because you would crash it into the building. All these people. I can't see anyone that would want you there for reasons. Let's see. My reasons. This is from Jesse. Phil is older than Owen and probably has more experience on the road. And besides, Owen would probably enjoy to see a random stranger get shoved off a tall building by Phil throwing watermelons at them. All right. I get the picture. People want to see somebody die. Well, can we just say that I'm a fantastic driver? How many times have you crashed, Phil? Um, Define crash. You've crashed into where you've hit something. Something? Uh... And disabled my vehicle? You know, no, maybe you dented it or something. Ah, uh, well, no. You're just taking the experience factor and don't try to You're get just taking the... Well, answer the damn question! <laughs> Three. One. Need I say more? Yes. Yes, you do. What were the circumstances surrounding that one? Well, what were your circumstances surrounding your three? I don't trial here. My my three were in the learning process. I was with a driving instructor. I didn't even pass when I did mine. <laughs> All right, new scenario. Oh, no, wait, that's... I almost read out the recipe for orgasm soup. Right. <laughs> we don't want to give that patented <laughs> recipe out. It's very gassy. It's what something else he also said. All right, now, you, the listener, imagine yourself in this situation. You and whoever you select as the hero are in the back of a cargo plane that's uh, flying across the wild. You're wearing formal wear. You're having a bit of champagne. Suddenly, the person that's the villain busts in, announces he's killed the pilot. The airplane's all fucked beyond repair. It's plummeting down. He pisses all over your shoes, (laughs) throws the parachute on the table, and then he himself jumps out. While he's wearing a parachute and he's got a machine gun and he sprays the bullets in the air to <laughs> be very threatening and ah, what are you going to do now, hero? So you have to choose who you would want to be the hero or the person you're having champagne with in that scenario and which one of us would be the villain in order to maximize your chances of survival. All right. So that's uh, send in an email, wave of absurdity at hotmail. Dot com. This is where Owen chimes in with a quote. It's da 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 fill in the blank. Now, was, if you don't understand what this award-winning feature is, it's a uh, it, it was birthed last podcast when I came up with some great names, uh, Phil pun names, which he dismissed all but one. Although, we will actually do the other uh, Feeling Phil, um, which I'll explain later. But uh, fill in the blank is where I read out a quote, a famous quote, and I will stop at some point, and then Phil has to fill in the rest with his own crazy, absurd witticisms or whatever he has. Okay, are you ready? Yes. I'm selfish, impatient, and a little insecure. I make mistakes. I'm out of control. At times, I'm hard. 
Okay, sorry. Did you? Is that the entire quote? No, that's, I've stopped. You got to finish it off. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, that was a big one. I'm sorry. Could you read that again? <laughs> I'm selfish, impatient, and a little insecure. I make mistakes. I'm out of my. I'm out of control. At times, I'm hard. Uh, that doesn't mean God doesn't love homosexuals. You got any more? Don't cry because it's over. Uh, let your dog take a vacation at the taxidermist. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Sorry. I, I phased out a little. Oh, I got one for you. Um, <laughs> f- fill in this. Oh, Vin. Oh, Vin. Uh, contest. No, I still haven't been able to figure out a pun on your name. <laughs> Just no pun, no contest. Just it's not that's, a contest. It's well, a no pun, no segment. That's that's the rule. Sex is one of the nine reasons for reincarnation. The other eight are sex. <laughs> no, <laughs> unimportant. Yeah, you didn't even read me the proper answers. What kind of learning podcast <laughs> is this? Uh, all right, it's time to move. Time to move. Oh yeah, what are we moving on to? We're moving on to. Feeling Phil? Oh, Christ. We're supposed to be moving on to lateral thinking, but let's get this Phil shit out of the way. So this was another one of my award-winning ideas right here. This is a segment where it's a pun, you know, feeling Phil, feeling ill, where uh, Phil touches a random body part and tells us how he was doing last week. I believe he did the left arm or hand. So, Phil, please pick a different part and tell us how it's doing. Uh, my right knee. How is it? Bony. All right. So the next thing we have is lateral thinking. You're not even going to edit that out, are you? Nope. A man. I should probably actually (laughs) explain what this is. Let me explain to you what lateral thinking is. Lateral thinking is where I pose an absurd question to Phil, and it usually has a very obscure answer. I don't. I believe actually Phil has got one lateral thinking right. Two seasons. Out of two seasons, so it's a very hard thing to get. And kudos for him for actually trying. Uh, You can win prizes with this one, so we're all rooting on Phil actually winning this. You can win a whole host of Steam games. Also, the main prize I like to think is the Walking Dead, the Telltale game. Absolutely brilliant game. Won many awards, and you should own it if you don't. Anyway, what I want to win from this game is the power to have that gift it is mine to give as i see fit if i get this right a man was born i'm sorry just so they know i only have what a minute to ask as many yes or no questions as i can before uh giving you my final answer yes is that how we did it okay yes wait wait and this is so we don't have like 10 minutes of you going uh yeah there's no real chance uh, of me searching Google really fast. It's brain power, baby. All right. A man yeah. was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Both of his parents were born in Boston, Massachusetts. He lived all his life in Boston. 
but he was not a United States citizen. How come? Oh. Time does, starts! Does it have to do with multiple areas that have the same name? No. Uh, I forget the original. He's not an American citizen? What? Not a resident he's, of... Yes, he's not a United States citizen. How come? Uh, and his parents were born in the United States? 20 seconds. They were born in Boston, Massachusetts. And, they were born uh, and so well. was he. All right. They were all... And he spent all his life in Massachusetts? He, he lived his life in Boston, yes. He lived his life. All right, that's the one place they don't say Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, so, it, again, it doesn't have anything to do with Boston. Being 40 a, seconds! A name, multiple, no, uh, multiple no. places. It has nothing to do with a geography trick. No! Oh, uh, Maybe. No. <laughs> no, you can't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Trust me. Oh, shit. 55 seconds! Uh, does it relate to... 60 seconds, last question, go! This is your does last question. Does it have anything to do with... Grassman at straws here. One. One two. Question. Just give me... Just don't count. Just let three. me get one last question. Just let me have a little thought. When Stop I, counting, I can't think! When I get to five, that's it. Three... Did he live with his parents? Four, yes. There you go. Last yeah. question. Well, it doesn't matter, but yes. Sure, of course he can. <laughs> all right. Can you, at the very least... All right, we had to tweak this a little because... The, the man way you was read born it, in Boston, Massachusetts. Both of his parents were born in Boston, Massachusetts. He lived all his life in Boston, but he was not a United States citizen. How come... Phil, can I have your answer, please? He... <laughs> He simply spent more time in another place. His he lived his entire life there. Uh, he, uh, I don't, I don't know. He wasn't. He's living off the grid. <laughs> yeah. He I'm, was I'm, born in Boston, Massachusetts, in the early 18th century. Is this the answer? When it was. <laughs> Still a British colony. He was British. Jesus, fuck. Way to bring down the high I was feeling since July 4th. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, if anything, this lateral thinking will serve as a highlight of the exact type of question that makes winning all the more important. Also, if you're listening to this... Officially, the Wood Owen Rather segment from last time is over. If you're hearing this, then no more entries, because I'm not quite sure when this is being released. But you missed it. You done blew it. And I am sorry I didn't win anyone a prize. I feel terrible. I do. Owen, what Fair. would you name a robot whose job it was to smell your breath? To smell my breath. Yes, and let you know if it was good or bread. Hello, your breath smells like bread. Who's bread? I don't know. Good or bad? P-E-A-Y-E-W. P-E-A-Y-E-W. Why? P-U. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was very... <laughs> P-U! <laughs> Duh! Sound it out. 
<laughs> you bloody idiots. <laughs> uh, this place, oh, it's called Crazy Labo in Japan. Uh, they market this robot, let's see, for special occasions such as parties. Okay, that makes a little more sense. One detector, it, it smells your breath, shaped as a woman's kissable head. <laughs> What's it going to be kissable? Well, it's to te- test your breath odor. Yeah, but you don't have to kiss something. You just blow. I know, I know. But it responds with a voice. Smells like citrus. Or, and this is what made me save this, there's an emergency taking place. (laughs) Why would it have to say that? (laughs) We got Hmm. a breath emergency. Yeah, oh, your breath smells bad. Hmm, Your breath smells good. Jesus Christ, somebody call 911. (laughs) This man ate roadkill. (laughs) Oh, that's... Uh, that's great is that japan yes Uh, they also have another one that resembles a dog it smells your feet and it can either cuddle up letting you know there's no odor or appear to pass out (laughs) i want a robot that i can stick my ass in just so it'll pass out without a big toot (laughs) and down it goes so what would you name your fart smelling dog your robo fart dog uh uh Pierre. <laughs> Pierre. All right. I don't want to ask you anything. I don't want to ask you anything. Can more. I just say hmm. right now that we have had a overwhelming positive response to the guest of last week, O'Neill? I mean, he was he, the, the people love him. Yes, yes, they do. I can confirm that he did not make up these statistics. <laughs> well, exactly. But uh, he's not going to be here today, but he will pop in every now and again on the podcast. So thank you for all the love that you've given O'Neill. I will definitely pass it on. I just wanted to get that out there. <sighs> all right, Owen, finish this. Fill in this blank as commanded by Phil. When a man talks dirty to a woman, it's sexual harassment. When a woman talks dirty to a man, it's... A sexual dream come true. Three ninety-five a minute. <laughs> I was just, you know, projecting myself in that one. Well, um, <laughs> All right. It's awkward. Speaking of awkward, we got an awkward uh, email from Scott. Okay, he, uh, I think initially he's talking about our little heroes and villains. Given your leads about saving, I would rather Phil to come to my aid. I doubt Owen would be able to hold me, and it seems Phil can speak German. Philanthropy, the act and the act of and or giving of charity. No vegan soup can be orgasmic. This was gay porn. Ingredients of dick and balls. I. And then the email just ends. So, Scott... Lay off the hooch for a little bit. Send us a coherent goddamn email. This is not a printout of the email. It's actually <laughs> You're just rustling it for effect. Yes. I'm, this is an email. <laughs> uh, this is a list that vaguely outlines what the hell Owen and I are supposed to be doing. And it is time for Master Debater. Uh, Phil one. So what is the master debate topic for this week? Finally! The popularity <laughs> contest is over, people. 
There was uh, an overwhelming response close to... <laughs> All right, keep it down. Keep it down. Come close on. Close to 40 votes. Keep it... And I top <laughs> out. <laughs> it was It was close to 40. It was like 37, you cockmongler. Keep it down, right? Keep it down. All right. So uh, no need to I took... trumpet your trumpets. <laughs> no need to trumpet your toot. So <laughs> I won. And let me tell you something that I didn't want to admit to uh, was that I wanted Elevator. I really did because the song is love in an elevator not love in an escalator that would have been my main arguing point yeah see yeah well thanks for the votes people it's good to win it's good mm, to know that mm. yeah it's, it's, it's about, good to know that the person you voted for doesn't stand by his argument because he was just easily to flip about oh you've done that yourself what? You've done that yourself. You've, I've, oh, you're lucky I don't remember anything oh, about I'm any of the sorry. previous podcasts. I'm sorry, is it podcasts. in audio format? No. It's what? all hearsay. So No, it is in audio format. No, I forget not. what it was that you admitted. It was the thumbtack debacle. No, it wasn't. What? Yeah, you don't You don't use the one you argued for, and that's how in touch I am I don't use thumbtacks or blue tack. I use glue dots. Completely <laughs> different. I use nails. All right, what are we doing this time? Uh, brief reminder that Master Debater is... It's important that it's not about anything important. But we do want suggestions. If you have them, email us at waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. Now, you can vote. Um, we, we've never given the URL out, actually, I don't well, think. Well, because if you search for PC Gamer 999 yes, but Facebook... Everybody's got a Facebook, so if you just go to... Facebook.com forward slash groups Not forward everybody. slash PC Gamer 999. Uh, you'll find the group. Um, send in, you know, you, we'll accept you into the group. And then there's a poll that goes up and you can vote on it there. There's also some good banter that goes on there too. So if, you, if that's, if, you know, come for the absurdity, yeah, stay very... for the absurdity. <laughs> <laughs> there's very heated uh, continuations of the master debater on the Facebook page. There is a lot of that. There is a lot of that. Uh, so, this week's, boom, master debater is... Uh, you wanted to go on about gift cards or not. I don't... Giving a gift card on a, well, significant day. You know, birthday, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, whatever. Easter. Or mitzvah, doesn't matter. Wait, uh, you don't consider it, it Easter? What? Is Easter important to you? No. All right. Strike I Easter. Think, <laughs> I only think there's two legitimate days for celebration. Your birthday and New Year's Eve. Everything else go fuck itself. All right. So it's one of these monumentous... Monumentous... Owing. Monumental occasions. So if you don't know how Master Debate works, we each get two five minutes broken into two two-minute segments and one closing minute segment. It um, is the most technical of our little segments, isn't it? <laughs> and to, to decide who is for what and who goes first, we use a number generator. Phil is odd, I am even. We will generate the number and that person decides who goes first. No, who, who picks? Anyway, generating 28... I will be four against. That's a great. Qu I should have thought about this, really, shouldn't I? Uh, I will be. You said you could do both. That's against. That's what we're against. Hmm. All right, hmm. we're gonna generate another number seventy-four. Oh, sweet! It's come up Owen twice. Uh, I will let. 
<laughs> Seems that Phil always throws me under the bus. I will let Phil go first. Sorry, it depends on the topic at hand. Sometimes it's better to let the other person. You know, you're just a you're just a goddamn pussy. <sighs> All right, I will. No, don't start better. yet. No, I'm going to start now. That's no, no, I'm not going to talk. I've got mine on. I'm ready. All right, starting now. So, first of all, I'd like to be like and thank my competitor, I use that term loosely, Owen, who that takes at least 10 seconds to even get to his argument. However, 15 seconds I feel in. this should be really easy. I feel that Owen has made a grave error in arguing against gift cards, gift certificates, shit that's pretty much exactly cash cash money to use uh, at a uh, you know, retail outlet or maybe it's a Visa card. Anyway, the fact of the matter is somebody has gotten you a gift. You're getting something for nothing because you were born because what, according to Owen, it's New Year's or whatever, Christmas. Somebody's getting you something. And unless they're giving you a gift card to uh, something really obscure, uh, Sam's Tackle Barn or whatever, something weird like that, I can't possibly see what the bad points are. What could possibly be argued against getting something for for free? And if my opponent can come up with any sort of argument against getting something, what's he going to say? Oh, oh they should be more thoughtful? Uh, <laughs> or they should just give me cash instead? I think my opponent is going to end up sounding like a greedy bastard. He's going to argue that it's thoughtless that the person just went and grabbed the first gift card they thought. Well, you know what? They didn't have to buy you a gift at all. So uh, what's worse, uh, not receiving something or receiving an alternate form of free money? Uh, he's going to try to relate me to Hitler as well, something else I never really addressed in Master Debater. And I like to play a little game where I wait and see how long it is before he does so. So I'm curious to hear what his arguments are. And, mm. I will take <clears throat> my two minutes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage there, uh, Mr. Owen Chamberlain. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Somebody's got a gun! <laughs> I bet it wasn't bought with a gift card, you cunt. So, seconds in. <laughs> my opponent has made the grave error, the gravest of all errors <laughs> in defending the <laughs> disgusting phenomenon that is gift cards. Now, gift cards, what is it all about? Let me tell you. And I will... You're saying, be saying some things that Phil said that I would probably say. There's no personal thought. You're absolutely damn right. There, there's no, there's no, there's no thought. There's no feeling behind it. I mean, anybody can just go into the supermarket and they think, oh yeah, it's uh, Phil's birthday today. You know, they're going into the supermarket. They're picking up a, a nice bit of pasty, um, extra crimps. And they're going out to the checkout part, uh, the checkout till, and they just pick up, you know, an iTunes voucher. Well, how, how thoughtful is that? I don't want, I don't want meaning, uh, meaningless gifts. I want something that's 
thoughtful. You know, something that somebody has actually thought about. It's it's not that hard to do. You you don't have to have something of monetary value. You can just have some craft goods. You know, just make me a nice drawing or something. It doesn't have to be of monetary value. And need I say the inconvenience of somebody actually getting you a gift card to a store or a website that you don't even visit. Now you've got a $50 card that is utterly useless when somebody could have got you a nice painting or a nice drawing or just something something else that you could have actually practically used and now you've got this flimsy piece of card doing tilly tits and it's just, he's just there. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to sell it on to a friend? It's absolutely... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic it's i would like say your sex life my two minutes no just like your sex life oh <laughs> drawing did i hear you say you would rather have a drawing instead of a gift card i'm sorry that's just that's just uh ridiculous the same type of ridiculousness that I would associate with somebody saying, oh, it's inconvenient to get a gift card. Is it? Is your life that pathetic that it's inconvenient to get a gift, ca- gift card? Uh, no, no. It shouldn't be. If it is, well then, I think gift cards are the least of your problem. Shop somewhere new. Oh no, you got a gift card to some place you never shopped at before. Oh, my name is Owen and I'm afraid to use my gift card to shop somewhere new with adults.com or whatever it might be called in your little universe don't be afraid somebody is trying to I don't know help you out give you a message maybe just maybe the gift certificate to dildos R us is a little something more maybe the gift card is being used as a way of indicating a further gift a little nudge in the right direction maybe you don't want to buy somebody a dildo you want to give them access to a large selection of dildos. Gift cards are a way, excuse me, gift cards are a way of acknowledging somebody's interest in a, uh, a field that has a wide range of interests. Oh, you like reading? Yeah, I'm not going to get you a book. I'm going to get you a gift certificate to some place that sells books. Sure, it might not be Barnes & Noble, but trust me, they have books. I think you might enjoy this. Check it out. Scenarios like that. Gift cards don't necessarily mean thoughtlessness. In fact, quite the opposite. They might be thinking more than you thought, and that's twice the amount of thinking that anybody should think at any given point. All right. I'll take my two minutes. What now? So, Phil says, it's double the thought, (laughs) which is actually (laughs) complete and utter horseshit. Now, Let's just, you pick up a gift card. It's meaningless. You just, you know, fling it to the person. You know, they have it. Well, whoop de do. But to actually get a gift for a personal gift, something that you actually thought about, not only shows that you actually care about them, but it also shows that you know them. Because you can get something that's tailored to them instead of them relying on themselves to get something. And then they say, oh, yeah, what did you do? You know, with the gift card, oh, I bought this and this. Oh, yeah, great, great, great. It's, it's much more exciting and fun to get something that you thought and to see that your present is now being used by them in a, a loving way. And Phil says, oh, Phil's very ungrateful. A drawing? 
A drawing? Why on earth would you want a drawing? Again, it's sentimental. It's got it's got history. Way more uh, sentimentality than a stupid piece of plastic will ever give you, Phil. Will ever give you. So Phil is very unpredictable. Always wanting more. Do you know who else always wanted more? Hitler. Hitler wanted more of the world. In fact, he wanted the entire world. Phil is exactly like Hitler. Phil is a dirty, <laughs> dirty bastard. Very ungrateful, very greedy, and it just leads to people not only getting hurt, but also killed. It's a dangerous road of thinking, and it's a dangerous mentality to have. So I urge the listener right now to stay away. Stay away from that mentality and think about how nice it would be to receive something uh, that's personal, that you know you, you know that the person has taken time to get for you, they, they know you well, and it's, it's just that uplifting thing. I mean, you get a card, you're like, oh great, there's probably you know, just a gift card in it, but if you get a box, it's exciting, it's new, you don't know what it could be. I'm telling you, stay away from Hitler, Phil! Uh, I will take my one minute final now. That was pathetic, Owen. Pathetic. Ungrateful. <laughs> Double thought. Meaningless. Regifting. These are words my opponent has bandied about like nobody's business just because his panties got a little wet one year when Santa didn't bring him the game he wanted. No, he got a gift card. Hey, look, people, listen up. I'm not saying give a gift card every goddamn situation there is an opportunity to give a gift. I'm simply saying it's not bad to receive one. Uh, It's... It's not about tailoring each and every gift to be a momentous occasion and that it will be cherished and it's personal. Sometimes you just want to acknowledge a point in somebody's life. What can I say? I, I will got, take my I got lost in my passion. From one minute. Lost in my passion. Now. So I'm going to go over my points yet again. Gift cards, they can only be used at a certain store. What if you don't like the store? It becomes useless at that point. Again, there's no personal thought. Sure, you know, it's great getting a gift card. Sure, I mean, nobody is denying that it's great to get gifts. But wouldn't it be greater if it actually had some sort of sentimentality? I went about it, all right? For Christ's sakes. Uh, Phil is definitely ungrateful. And if we are going to go on the gift card, you know, receiving, isn't it much better just to receive money? That way you can use it in any which way you like. You're not tied down to a certain store or, you know, a certain place. There's actually, there's no real reason why there should be gift cards. It's it's a ridiculous mentality. Uh, Abolish gift cards. Go out, get something personal. Show the one that you, your friends or the people that you you like you know your family want to show that they really do mean something to you by getting them something with a little bit of your own personal touch Owen is the winner let's 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 win this one wow you can't even fill out a minute can you that's depressing ask my ex Owen there is a, a man in Let's see. He was attempting to cross the Tista River in West Bengal, India. All right. Now, he was trying to do it on a zip line. He died of a heart attack. <laughs> Is this a lateral thinking? No, it's not. The thing was, uh, this man 
tried to claim the world record for traveling the farthest distance on a zip line attached only to his hair. So, I don't, there's not actually a Guinness Book uh, record for that. So this guy, it's unfortunate that he died. Thing is, he had a heart attack as he was doing the the trick, the zip, the zip line. And because the observers were unclear that, you know, might have been part of the performance... He just hung there for 45 minutes, dead from his hair. <laughs> you think after like 10 minutes of him not moving, you'd be like, uh, should we, uh, should we cut, should cut him down? Be, no, yeah. no, no, no. He's performing. <laughs> yeah, no, he's in a hair trance. <laughs> How do you find out that you're good at going down a zip line suspended by your hair? Maybe he caught his pubes in a zipper once and thought, oh, that didn't hurt. <laughs> I, I can traverse the whole Tista River. Yeah. Oh, so that's just uh, I don't want to What's the ideal way to die, Owen? Oh! <laughs> I've been waiting for somebody to ask me this All friggin' year Yeah, I do have a Question that you reminded me of A good way to die I would probably <laughs> I kind of like It's a new go- segment How to kill yourself in a good way well, I kind of like the idea, going back to your villain and hero scenario, I doing exactly the same thing the villain did, but without a parachute. <laughs> just spray some bullets and dive out. <laughs> yeah, just like bust in, kill the pilots, come out crazy, you know, just wearing <laughs> underpants. I got, you know, pudding all over my nipples or whatnot. I'm just shooting <laughs> Give everybody a lollipop. <laughs> I, I could attach that's like funny. a lollipop up my ass or something, and then I could just you know just dive out the the plane. Just that's it. Wow. I think that's a, a very brilliant way to go. Well, speaking of ways to go, I think we're pretty much at the end of our proverbial rope here. No, because I, <laughs> I I finally have the venue to see if I can actually if somebody can schedule this because I I, I was what? thinking. Like, what dangerous animal do you think that you could fight and win against? Like, the maximum sized elef- uh, elephant. The maximum sized animal? That, uh, you know, uh, any dangerous animal uh, that you think that you could go up against and, I could handle in a, a fight gazelle. and win. I could handle a gazelle. <laughs> Don't and really a flamingo at the same... I could handle three or four flamingos at the same time. That's got to be dangerous in anybody's book. <laughs> See, I think if if somebody could set this up, this would be brilliant. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if somebody has a lot of money, they want to shit. I I am under the immense uh, idea that I can totally kick a great white shark's ass. <laughs> I didn't even think you could swim. <laughs> <laughs> of course I can. So I I want I want like a, a an Olympic size you know pool or whatever. Just make it a giant tank. Pop in a great white shark. Uh, throw in some chum, you know. Throw in a bit of chum bucket to stir him up, rile him up a little bit. Um, I'll jump in. I mean, I don't have to be nude, but I can be nude just to make sure there's no trickery <laughs> going on. For those of you using the imagination podcast, sorry for the imagery. <laughs> and I honestly think that I could kick a great white shark's ass. I and I, I'm so under the impression that I could do it because sharks are <laughs> pussies. Absolutely. Owen likes the species that don't have arms. Yeah, but no, because it's fair. Because how is it fair? 
he we're in i'm in his domain so you know he doesn't have arms but he's got fins and he can swim a lot faster than me and he's do got you, big sharp razor teeth but do you I, have I can scuba take him gear on. i've got opposable thumbs man but are you wearing if he scuba jumps at me gear, thumbs are, just, are you wearing scuba gear in this scenario no <sighs> i'm just there naked right in all right you had me at naked i'll fund it <laughs> yay <laughs> all right well that was odd an odd insert i just uh, i just wanted to let the world know that i could take on a great white shark I, if you die unexpectedly i'll make sure that's on your uh every your, time i see like seraph are killed or diver killed by shark i think just pussies pussies <laughs> the lot of you that's tragic what a fucker <laughs> you just turn around and punch the bitch when was the last time you swam uh last week okay just checking all right well I'm a good swimmer man all right I, I wonder how your underwater fighting skills are. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Well, now it's time to get out of here. I think you just, you just press your thumb into its eyes. I think... Uh, Bite its nose. I think in this scenario it's best Punch to... Punch its gills. <laughs> Punched right in the gills. <laughs> I smacked him in the gills. He left me alone. I'm telling you. Somebody found it. I think... It. You'd fall into the uh, the water, and if it were nighttime, you wouldn't be able to see. But the sharks would immediately smell your underwear, full of poo and semen and probably blood. Fuck it, I'll do it in the dark. I don't and care. And they would bite your dick off. No, you wouldn't do it in the dark. It'd be like uh, Tomb Raider 2 with the water sequence. When the, the shark's eyes are just glowing little dots. Oh, you can't see Gaming shit. reference. And then it just they come out of nowhere, and it's horrifying. Can I just say right now? Steam sale! Mario Kart. Are you seriously bringing up Mario Kart before we go? Uh. Fucking blue shells. I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart on the 3DS lately. Um, and you know, if you don't know Mario Kart, the blue shell, it, it's a homing missile, basically, that goes after the person in first position now that's great you know you got to have it for balancing issues or whatnot but what i have the greatest gripe of all time is that it would also destroy any unfortunate soul that's in his way so there i will i'll be on fucking rainbow road you know i'm, I'm jigging out I'm, I'm dancing i mean i'm coming up in second place you know i'm getting ready to overtake oh watch this fucking blue shell comes in swears me out off i go rainbow road and now i you know, a little cloud or whatever, I forget his name, uh, comes up, picks me up, I'm in last place. And the amount of times that this has happened is an absurd amount of times, and it drives me fucking crazy. You, this, this weapon is supposed to be going after the first person. The first person! Yet it's knocking every, you know, it's whiff-waffing everybody that it even comes within a two-mile radius of it. I'm sorry. And it absolutely drives me crazy. And the fucking, you know, the, the shrink of electric storm or whatever, the thunderbolt, you know, that's absolutely ridiculous. You're flying across the canyon the next thing somebody electrocutes you you turn tiny you turn tiny and you fall out the sky you get run over <laughs> you do get run over man I, I don't know so you're bitching about something that you can avoid this can, time for mamma mia shut the fuck up and eat something <laughs> mouthful oh christ All right, I'm so, yeah. I've been really irate in this one yes uh, all because you can't avoid the special show. No, it, it, you. How I'm drifting, man! I'm drifting around corners. There's, you there's can no hop. control. You just hop. 
and it, you hop at the right just time. Just hope I'm drifting. You. If you let go of your drift, you're gonna you get a speed boost. If I'm drifting around a corner, I'm gonna speed boost into unholy ground. Uh, and if well, I'm on Rainbow Road, I'm gonna zoom off the edge. I'm sorry, you're just not exercising enough control to avoid it. Ooh, ooh. All right, I need a minute, possibly a minute and a half, to reheat and uh, produce the side dishes that are required for orgasm, a vegan soup. Are you going to be able to handle that? Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, blue shells, Phil. Fuck the shells. All right, what I can say is that while there is some chopped celery in here, I opted for an extra bit of celery on the side. There's some onions, there's vegetable broth, tomato sauce. Um, I put in a bit more potatoes than was recommended, but that's the kind of guy. I wanted my orgasm soup a bit more creamy. What can I say? All right. Ooh, that's hot. That's very hot. I'm not sure how to approach this. Put it in your mouth, you cunt. <laughs> I figure if the soup's the orgasm, then maybe the the crackers are like getting your balls played with a little. <laughs> next uh, next podcast, I'm going to open a uh, fortune cookie live. You shit me. Mm. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to put the rest of this cracker in. Mm. Oh, fuck. Mm. We didn't do cringe audio. Mm. Mm. Celery of foreplay. Oh. Mmm. Well, it's hot. I gotta blow my soup here. Mmm. <laughs> Salty. Creamy. Mmm. I'm gonna dip my celery in this. Mmm. Oh, play with the balls. Mmm. 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 Oh, I got some on my pants. Mmm. It's hot and chunky. I ran out of soup. Oh. Oh, it's like getting kicked in the balls. Oh. <laughs> Somebody get me more soup. Oh. Oh. I think I learned something today. <laughs> if you're going to make orgasm soup, make sure you make buckets, baby. Mm. Oh, it's just not the same without the soup. Mmm. Oh, I don't know what to do. If you don't... Mm. What other food can I eat that will get me off? Quick! Uh, stick an ice cube up your butt. <laughs> mm. Oh, worst orgasm soup ever. 
Oh. It seemed all right at first. I knew I should have paced myself. Damn it! All right, the parallels here are hilarious. If you have a better recipe for orgasm soup, let us know. Wave of absurdity at Hotmail. Mm. I once come across a forum post of a guy that uh, ordered a nice Domino's pizza, nice cheese pizza. What? Uh, jerked off over it, then jerked, well, came on it, and then ate it. Hmm. Probably didn't cost any extra. <laughs> well, and that's our show. Quick! Oh boy! We are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are two, we are two water droplets. We are two, we are two water droplets on a a a piece of glass, and we are trying to race down to the the end of the window. But like all water droplets do, we took a horrible, we take a horrible turn, and we end up crashing into each other See? and becoming one consciousness, <laughs> and we get married. There's always and scene. Whoa, I'm Whoa. gonna win this one. I'm gonna win. No, you're not. Here I come. Whoa, whoa, Is this a out, piece of dust? Look whoa, out! I'm careening. Don't I'm cross the streams, don't. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. I was trying to raindrop here. What you mean, sir? I was trying to raindrop down here, tell laddie. Oh fuck you, O'Neill. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs>